to a meaningful marketplace. I'm Sarah Massoni from Oregon State University's Food Innovation Center, where I've helped countless dreamers launch their new food products. It's the science of taking a food delight from the kitchen to mass manufacturing and still keeping its great taste. That's what I do. I've been called the woman with the million-dollar palate, although I haven't tried to cash that check yet. Listen in weekly for real-life stories. Sarah Marshall, owner of Marshall's Hot Sauce and author of Preservation Pantry, modern canning from root to top and stem to core. I love inspiring business owners to get started on their journeys, encouraging folks to be part of their local community, and I'm excited to help business owners tell their stories. Join us as we explore the journeys of women entrepreneurs in the food and beverage industry. Hello and welcome to Missoni and Marshall, the Meaningful Marketplace. We are here weekly to discuss the journey of female food entrepreneurs. We're glad you've joined us today as we bring you stories of hope and inspiration. This is Sarah Marshall, owner of Marshall's Hot Sauce. And Sarah Missoni of Oregon State University's Food Innovation Center. Well, Sarah Missoni, you are getting ready to go to the Fancy Food Show in New York. Oh, that's right. I leave on Wednesday. And this is... Sorry, I leave on Thursday. I'm rushing myself. <laughs> you you'll get there. Don't worry. Uh, yeah. This is the first year that I haven't gone along with you for that ride since 2019. Oh, it's going to be weird that you're not there, isn't it? Maybe just a little weird. I mean, I'm sure you had lots of years of doing the fancy food show where I didn't go along with you, but for me, it'll be weird. <laughs> yeah. Well, you were just in New York a little while ago. You already went once. This yeah. Spring, I know. I I had just gone just just a month ago, and um, you know, my brother lives there, so when I go, I go and stay with him, and he is actually here and having his engagement party that week, so I wanted to stay here. For oh, that I saw an show. invite on Instagram that he's having a party. Yes. Yes. He's having his mm-hmm. engagement party. So I will be here, but I will be thinking about you while you're at the food show. And I hope you mm-hmm. find lots of fun treats and new people that we can talk to on the show. And oh, yeah. you'll have to just party without me in New York. <laughs> yeah. We're taking 11 <laughs> companies with us. Um, that's, that's awesome. Are you excited about it? Yeah, I am. But don't ask me to. Oh, I can read them off. I do know who I have. <laughs> yeah, tell us who's coming. Okay. I know that okay. um, that Lee from the Barrel Bee is coming with you because yep. she won our Ladam scholarship. So we um, yep, helped yep. with her booth fee and helped her get ready for her first show. So after yep. the after it happens, we should have her back on to talk about it because it's her first Ooh, big that's food a good show. Idea. Yeah. So we have Maureen Nakaido of Muko Chocolates. Oh, cool. She's been on the show as well. Um, yeah. Leslie Toma from Frika Harvest. She makes like a pita chip made from the Frika, which is a type of a wheat flour. We have Willis Anderson of My Daddy Sauces. Kenny Baker of Schmallow, which is um, spray marshmallow in a can. Oh, yeah. Cool. Adeline bought some at the night market to take on her Girl Scout camping trip. Did it go well? <laughs> yeah. She said it was a big hit. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Shelly Elkovich of For Better for, for Bitter for Worse. She was on the show previously. Uh Nubian Simmons from Wisconsin with the Pink Bakery. She specializes in bakery mixes that are gluten-free and vegan. And then Ben and Paige from they're originally from Oregon, but I they lived just somewhere down in the south, maybe South Carolina or something like that. I'm not sure exactly, but they have a new company called Nukes. 
which is um it's a like a what is it like a gummy with hydration stuff in it so you can suck on chew on that when you're running long distance that's kind of fun and then aisha christian of nomad mix and then uh ben bacon from lentiful and uba hassan with uba hot which is a hot sauce that she created a few years ago so should be a fun group yeah that sounds so fun you guys will have mm-hmm. a great time and um, we'll expect a full report when you get back. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. Well, yeah. Then after that, you'll be gone for a bit. Um, yep. Going on camping. A, on a camping adventure with your fam. So the mm-hmm. show will still, will still happen, but Tara's going to take a little break. So everybody will just have to listen to me. <laughs> That's right. And you're going to have a special guest. Yep. With you, I, I will understand. have a special co-host, which will be my husband, Dirk, because that is the easiest to fit with our schedule. <laughs> but he's going to be a great co-host. I couldn't oh, think yeah. of a better person to take my place. <laughs> Good. I'll tell him that. It'll be fun. He's excited uh-huh. about it. We yeah. um we have a, he has a podcast that I co-host on sometimes. So I figured we already know how to do it. We can just go with the flow and make it easy on everybody. <laughs> That'll be great. <laughs> Well, we're not alone today. Um, We'll introduce you to our guests. But first, we want to thank our sponsor for supporting Sonia Marshall. Thank you for helping us spread the word about entrepreneurs. Let's hear from our sponsor, Market of Choice. Market of Choice is a proud sponsor of the Meaningful Marketplace because we believe in the power of local food entrepreneurs, so much so that we carry more than 7,000 locally made, raised, farmed, and harvested foods in our stores. Our passion is to help local makers, farmers, ranchers, and fisher folk realize their potential through programs that help them succeed. Thank you, Market of Choice. We love you. We are joined in the studio today by Margot of Margalaxy Snacks, Yummy Superfood Snacks, and owner of Best Friend PDX Smoothies and Coffee. Thanks for joining us today, Margot. Thanks for having me here. I'm glad to be with you both. Uh, We want to connect our listeners to you. So how can they find you on social media? Well, we're on Instagram uh, with Best Friend. It's at Best Friend PDX. And uh, with Mar Galaxy, it's at Mar Galaxy Snacks. And you can find us on Facebook as well. Uh, Best Friend PDX, same. And um, Mar Galaxy Snacks on Facebook as well. And then our website, uh, bestfriendpdx.com and margalaxy.com. Perfect. And we always kind of like to start at the beginning of people's journeys into the food business. So it's kind of like when people say what came first, the chicken or the egg, but what came first, your superfood snack company or your smoothie and coffee shop? Hmm. Uh, The coffee shop came first. I wanted to um, create a grab and and go snack. Um, So the coffee came first the chicken or so <laughs> and then the, egg or the bar the superfood bar came next cool and let's let's tell people about the locations of the shops because one is a cart and the other one is a brick and mortar yep that's correct we started off in 2015 at uh, Division and 11th Street. So we are uh, parked right between Jeannie's Cafe and um, this parking lot that has it where Aviv used to be or Portobello for all the old school vegans out there. 
Um, we're on 11th and 12th um, in Southeast. So the cart came first. Uh, it's been there for about eight years, which is pretty wild. And then the brick and mortar we opened up right before the pandemic uh, in February 2020. Nice. And so, uh, go ahead, Sarah. I was just going to ask you. Um, so you have raw, gluten-free, and vegan food options. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Sure. Um, I love to provide healthy grab-and-go options. I'm from the East Coast, so I always am all about the hustle and bustle, but also keeping yourself nourished while you work hard or play hard or whatever you enjoy doing. So um, our galaxy came into orbit by um, providing that healthy grab-and-go mindset while also uh, indulging in something yummy and delicious. So the foods that we make with Mar Galaxy, they're all uh, unprocessed and it's very simple ingredients and it doesn't hit the oven. So um, all unbaked uh, and really easy for the body to break down. Super delicious too, um, but I'm biased, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> and you you were just named as one of the top 20 vegan eateries in Portland just this week. Yeah, we feel very grateful, very grateful for sure. That's so it's, cool. I mean, it's for not town, easy. <laughs> yeah, for a town that's known for its vegan and vegetarian restaurants, I feel like com compared to other cities, we, we do have a lot. And um, so I think it's a real honor to be on that list and well-deserved for sure. Congratulations. Thanks, yeah, of course. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> Double <Sure. Sarah. laughs> And um, they mentioned in that article that just came out, my favorite smoothie, which it, I'm guessing must be your favorite smoothie, smoothie too, because it's called the um, Margot Mango Smoothie. But I got that smoothie first when you were at the cart around the corner from my kitchen. And I've actually never had another smoothie from you because I get the same one every time. So that <laughs> that one has um, turmeric and black pepper and bee pollen. And so it's like a little bit spicy, which of course had me hooked from the beginning. So I've, I've, I have to confess, I've never had any other one. That's the only one I've ever gotten because I love it so much. <laughs> oh, I'm glad you enjoy it. It's, um, it's, yeah, I always say it's like drinking liquid sunshine. It just like automatically instant mood booster, like yeah. so creamy and, Again, I may be biased, but I really like that one too. And we always joke because it, my partner Chan had named that one. He wanted to get it, my name on the menu and it comes back in full circle because that was my MySpace name about 23 years ago. Mm. So it's named after me, but also it's kind of like a persona um, really. But yeah, That's we enjoy what we do and we have too many smoothies now on the menu but i don't oh. I, I, if you like that one just stick with it it's, it's a good one <laughs> yeah i probably will that's usually that's the kind of style i go by though like once i find something i like at a place i just like get that same thing every time and my husband is the opposite he will you know get something new every time and never have the same thing until he works through the whole menu so Whoa. you know we're good to I always balance each other thing. out 
you do. <laughs> yeah, it's so much easier for me. I don't have to think so much. Can you tell us about this sugar liberation movement that you're talking about on your website? Can you tell people what that means? Sure. So we have, uh, I like that you dug there. Thank you, Sarah. So there's a lot of sugar in uh, most of our products on the market. And cane sugar is really hard to avoid. Um, it's in a lot of things, a lot of uh, crafted beverages in the States, um, particularly. So my background is um, in culinary arts. I have a degree in international baking and pastry. Um, so my intention with Mar Galaxy was to create decadent and indulgent treats or desserts while still enjoying and not feeling like you're um, you have a sugar crash later um, so just really enjoying the foods but not feeling bogged down or um, like your palate is tasting something overly sweet just the right amount of sweetness goes a long way sometimes mm -hmm. people say that they can't even finish one of my um, like snickers cups or samoa cookies because it's just super decadent. So my intention with the sugar liberation was just to still enjoy what you eat, but um, not be overly um, bombarded by like natural, uh, sorry, but not be, not have the flavor being taken away by like a, the cane sugar um, to be able to break down and taste uh, maybe a natural type of sugar or something that comes from the earth. Um, we use like, for example, dates or um, coconut nectar. Um, so these are some simple sweeteners that are not super processed. And um, we would like to talk to our um, business owners about the names that they come up with. And I think yours are just so perfect because they, um, you know, describe you and your world. So you know, for the Mar Galaxy snacks, it's like your name, but it's the kind of food that you eat and the choices that you're making. And then, um, of course, I'm guessing that you open Best Friend Smoothie and Coffee with your best friend. Is that right? Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> my uh, my partner, Chan, and I are complete opposites, which I'm not too sure. Maybe you and your husband are, Sarah. <laughs> it's, it's very... Um, it's very endearing, but he is my best friend. He's stuck with me, you know, whether <laughs> whether or not he likes it. But best friend, um, believe it or not, it came to Chan in a dream. He mm. we were trying to come up with a name. And so we offer smoothies and we offer coffee. And so we figured, you know, sometimes people need both smoothies and coffee or maybe coffee and juice something that can help them nourish themselves for a long day. So the best of friends. Um, but yeah, the best, the name best friend came to him in a dream. He had been visited by all of his childhood best friends. And the next morning he woke up crying kind of personal uh -huh. story here. He woke up crying and I was, uh, I was like, are you okay? Cause he never cries. And he's like, I just think we should name it best friend. So I can get back. <laughs> To all of the all of the friends that have helped me get here, it was Aww. like it was very sweet, and so that's very sweet. It's it's kind of like um, not only is it our place of business, but it's um our way of giving back to the community or giving back 
to honoring everybody that have has helped us get to this point in our lives. That's so sweet. I love that. That is very sweet. And we we had met, I think, if I'm remembering this right, through Mercy Corps Northwest. Is that right? I don't know. I'm kind of just a fangirl of your stuff. I really don't remember, Sarah. (laughs) I know that I love your cute little family. Uh, Well, that's what I was going to say. I know we met a long time ago, and I think it was before we both had kids and were, you know, mom business owners, which is a totally different thing than just being beginning business owners. And I know that, um, you know, you're there right now with your one-year-old and that is just showing exactly what it's like to live this life. You have to just kind of roll with it and do things with your kid in your lap and still being composed and talking about your business. And that's just sort of the way that it is. And I think you're the perfect demonstration of that currently right now at this moment (laughs) i heard a term for that today it's called accepting humanness oh yeah yeah just Mm, letting people be where they're at yeah yeah i think Mm. i think it's a good way to go and i think sometimes um you know you're not always sure you're going to be able to do it. At least that's how I felt, especially when my daughter was very little and had to take her to everything. I'm like, well, we'll see if I can pull it off. (laughs) I'm not sure. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it does feel like that. It's, I know that everything that I'm doing is like for the benefit of my child's future, but it definitely has it's challenges, but I always joke like when I bring her to work or when she's on my back at work, I always joke and say like, you know, she's, she's the big boss around here. She's the one that's giving orders. Really, (laughs) Realistically, it's her, you know, she's going to hopefully like inherit it. So she might as well (laughs) start early. Yeah, Mm -hmm. that's true. It's, it's still true. And my, um, you know, my daughter's nine and she still comes along with us, you know, tomorrow we're doing a, um, we picked up a new night market. And so when we end up doing night markets, she comes along with us now because it's like, we don't want to have her be home or with a babysitter or whatever. That just doesn't make a lot of sense. So she comes along with us and, and we just go, well, we'll figure it out. (laughs) See how it goes. (laughs) Yeah. It's very nice. Just adapting. And yeah. doesn't your doesn't your daughter have her own business too? She does. She sure does. Adeline's bunny pups. Um, so she comes along with us and sells different freeze dried fruit if we're at the farmers market and candy if we're more at like a fair style market. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's very oh fun. It's very fun. So perfect. So cute. <laughs> well, they are the future, right? Yeah, yeah. I think. I think it gives them lots of lots of skills. You know, that's what we did during the pandemic with Adeline when we didn't have any where else for her to go. She would come with us and, you know, we'd just have her have like a calculator to add up, you know, things that we were selling or, um, you know, just learning how to engage and talk to people with masks on and, um, you know, when when we're not really around other people. So it's just I, I feel like it's helped to give her some some essential skills that she needed and didn't wouldn't really have had otherwise, probably. Even my daughter, who's 29, will talk to me now about how when she was, you know, six, seven, eight years old, how she would tag along to stuff that I was doing for work. And she has fond memories of that. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that is really nice. Mm -hmm. 
we're going to take a quick break and then we'll come back and talk about some of your special treats. Oregon State University's College of Agricultural Sciences and the Food Innovation Center are proud sponsors of Meaningful Marketplace. With a mission to serve all Oregonians, we are committed to giving voice to those whose food and agricultural stories are not always heard. By providing access and opportunity for a more diverse and just food system, because food brings people together. Okay, so since we're talking about the galaxy, I think we should start with the moon balls. <laughs> okay, let's do it. Um, the, what, moon what's balls, in the moon balls. The moon balls are our energy ball. Um, it's like a brownie bliss ball dipped in chocolate. Um, so it's like a. It's got chia seeds. It has cacao, raw cacao powder. It has flax meal to help aid digestion. It has um, so a little bit of almond extract. It has some cacao, or sorry, some, I already said cacao, coconut nectar. Um, and it has coconut oil in there. And um, they're super nice. They're great to eat to avoid hanger. I always recommend people at the shop if they just like need something. A pick me up. I always recommend um, the moon ball. And it's dipped in our house made chocolate, which is just three ingredients. It's cacao butter, cacao powder, and coconut nectar. Um, and they're sprinkled on top, little garnish of flax meal. Um, I really like them. We sell them like at the cafe in a single, um, or you could buy a four pack and help stock up your fridge so you never have a chocolate emergency. Mm, that's good. <laughs> What's in the halva balls? The halva balls are our rich, decadent uh, chocolate tahini truffle. And uh, these are super nice if you're a chocolate fan. Uh, very simple ingredients. Uh, it's dates, cacao powder, a little bit of uh, Celtic salt, maple syrup, and tahini, and then they're rolled in uh, black sesame seeds. So the balls, the truffles themselves and the moon balls, when you bite into the moon balls, there's like little white chia. I like to use the white chia seeds and it looks like a galaxy. That's why I like to keep the, the brand space themed. Um, and the halva balls are great. People sometimes come in and they buy them for like special events or someone's birthday. And I just love to see and hear like what people end up you know, where, where they travel to and, and what people end up doing with them. It makes my heart really happy. I mean, I'm sure, you know, as a creator, it's, um, it's just really lovely to, to know how people use your product or to hear about like, you know, their style of cooking and, and it, it's just, yeah, it brings me a lot of joy. And then you have the uh, two very popular, um, treats. One is Snickers cups and Samoa cookies. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Have you tried them? I haven't. I'm going to have to get some and try them. We got to get you some. Yeah. Um, those are, yeah, those are the, <laughs> the yummy, the yummy ones. Um, the Snickers cup is super nice, all raw. Um, and it's got a layer of our house-made chocolate, um, our raw vegan coconut caramel, which is made uh, with dates, peanut butter, some peanuts, maple syrup, mm. a little bit of Celtic salt, 
And that's it for the caramel layer. And then on top, we drizzle our chocolate and garnish it with some um, peanuts. And those are super delicious, decadent. And the Samoa cookie, if you're a coconut fan, this one's for you. It's a little bit of uh, toasted coconut. And we... uh, make a date paste with uh, dates and some salt and a little bit of filtered water and we mix in the coconut shreds by hand and so it forms like a thick ball batter and then we roll out Samoa like pretty much like cookie pucks and we dip those by hand individually into our house-made chocolate and they also get drizzled too and yeah they're super nice really easy to make and i always like to encourage people to that they could do it at home as well if you have a food processor Mm. i taught um i taught a class at people's a few years ago and it was Mm. really cool to see the turnout and to send people home with a packet of uh you know how like you can make this at home give it a go yeah Um, yeah. Do you do you still make the raw granola too? I did see that on your LinkedIn, but I didn't see it on your website. Yeah, we actually just switched over. Um, we started making a uh, a new granola, so mm. we uh, transferred over our recipe to a new one, and mm. um, it was it was a good run. We did it. We made the same recipe for eight years and mm. I kind of took it as a, uh, as a sign when my 160 liter dehydrator died, Oh, you, you know how, like you have maybe something on your mind that you're like, Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. And then it won't happen mm. until something changes or shifts. And that's yeah. what happened with me. Mm. Um, I was really wanting to change the recipe and alter it a bit and, um, for me, I really like and stand behind the raw, the raw food, but it's not too common in Portland. Um, it's really not popular any here that much. Uh, I feel like after uh, Pixie Retreat um, closed, I was super yeah. broken, and um, and then Eat yeah. and Live closed as well. Same thing. It was like a dagger to my heart. I I love my beloved raw places. Um, so I think Mar Galaxy is one of the only places in town that still offers um, raw vegan treats. Mm-hmm. So if you're raw, come on by. We do a lot of options. Um, so the granola is now um, a beloved item of the past. And for me, I was um, it was a very labor intensive uh, mm-hmm. process. And so... We just decided to switch over to a new granola and it still has uh, goji berries and it has maca powder and cinnamon and its its main ingredient is oats rather than almonds or walnuts because sometimes we ran into um, the allergy. Oh, yeah. The almonds or walnut allergy. So Best Friend is a place where we want everyone to feel welcomed and accepted. So we just kind of decided to stick with the gluten-free oats um moving forward that's smart it and um you know sarah's gluten-free margo and i think a lot of the things you're talking about will be great for her camping trip she's going on she's going on a month <laughs> a month-long camping trip so sarah oh maybe we should go in together and get you some treats yeah 
That could be wow. good. Where are you headed? We're going to go to Glacier for about a week, and then we'll head east and hit some of the other monuments, and we'll be visiting some friends, and it should be a great time. Oh, wow. Enjoy yourself. That sounds yeah. amazing. Yeah. Looking forward to the adventure. <laughs> are you bringing your cooking camping trailer with you? Yeah, we'll be oh, camping. Yeah. Yep. We have a little teardrop camper with a, a kitchen in the back with the back lifts up and there's everything in there you'd ever need for cooking. It's pretty awesome. Wow. Mm-hmm. I want to go I want to go camping with you. That sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Gourmet, gourmet food kitchen. You guys are going to have a great time. Yeah. Marco, who does the um drawings on your menu board? Is that you? Oh, good question. Okay, so that's our friend John Vance. He's one of Chan, my partner's oldest, longest friends. They know each other from Ann Arbor, Michigan, and they've been friends for like probably like 18, 19 years. John Vance is a great artist in town. On Instagram, you can find him. He's at Johnny Terrific, and he teaches... um kids how to paint murals he's super super nice guy and he painted our mural at the cart we've got a fruit goddess at the cart and um he did all of the items uh all of the drawings on the menu as well and um man that menu had so many revisions i'll keep it short but pretty much we chan and i in 2019 took a trip out east and we took all the way from new york down to Florida. Ooh, we that sounds fun. Gray- Greyhounds. Oh my gosh. And we got really inspired. We checked out a lot of the juice bars. I don't know if you could hear the beeping in the background, but my rice cooker, my rice is done. <laughs> That's <laughs> the thing is. Um, so we took uh, Greyhounds and we also took, uh, we just went to as many juice bars as possible to get inspiration wow. to update our menu. Um, and we ended up in Florida and then we decided on a whim to go to Cuba. That was when the, the trap opened for a while. Mm -hmm. That must've been interesting. We could go, um, we decided to take a trip down there. And so we took our, um, composition book and, uh, we pretty much wrote the menu out by hand. And in Cuba, they only have Wi-Fi at the local parks so you have to buy a card called telcel and in on, in order to use this wi-fi you'd have to just post up or sit on a bench at a park so i think we spent maybe like i don't know 10 to 15 dollars on these telcel cards they were only given them you know a portion of minutes per um per day so we would go and buy a card we were communicating with John Vance back here in Portland on how the picture should look, what bubbles, what blurbs, what lettering, like it was, it was wild. And so we wanted to have the menu set and ready by the time to print by the time we got back from our trip. So we were in Cuba for like almost two weeks and the menu got, the menu was completed. And through this coordination from like at the parks, like listening to like people play like Cuban music on their boom boxes and break dancing in the parks to like all the way back here in Portland and like the, the cold winter, somehow mm-hmm. our menu got created. And so all of those drawings were by John Vance and he's a great artist. 
Yeah, they're they're very cute, and I think they're very um, you know it fits with just your branding and your style and your story, and I think it's such a big um, part of it. So I I wasn't sure if you if you did it or if you, but it sounds like it's your good buddy. So that's why you can tell that there's a connection there to what you're putting out in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not good at drawing at all. I'm I'm good at <laughs> baking and cooking. And taking care of my baby, yeah. <laughs> taking care of myself is a different story. <laughs> taking care of the community, yes, but yeah, I'm not so good at drawing. <laughs> yeah, they're very, they're very cute. People will, if you go into the shops, you'll notice them right away. It's it's a it's a lovely menu board. Thanks, Sarah. That's cool. Yeah, we have fun. We like we want the we wanted to the shop to feel super vibrant and like bring east coast vibes or tropical vibes i'm originally from florida so i wanted to bring like a tropical feel to the the space itself even in like the gloomy the gloomy times so i think it's uh pretty bright and vibrant and it pops we had fun building out the shop too it was it was extremely fun with our like we just we tried to put our hands on every little piece in there. And, um, you know, in order to save some money, we, we just got dirty, we got our hands dirty and, um, it was, it was worthwhile. Um, it was really fun and invigorating and, um, it was cool to like bring a big sander to the live edge of like the bar and the seating bar. And we built a bench, we built walls. We, we did it all. It was, um, it was, pretty shocking how um how much like discovery uh both chan and i um were enlightened with because we didn't know we were capable of doing doing all the things and uh as a small business owner you kind of have to learn how to adapt and and grow with the choices that you make so I look at it, I, I actually was looking at photos of it a few weeks ago when it was bare bones and we hadn't pulled down the the paper off the windows and um, it was so clean and like empty and now there's so much life to it because it's been open for three and a half years and uh, it's just, it's pretty amazing to think about all of the people that have come in and all the people that we've served and we're super lucky, super grateful to serve everybody in our community. I think Chan and I feel the same way. We're just like, wow, we're just shocked. Like every day we're like very grateful and we're going to keep going for as long as we can. And we'll see if Zipporah, my daughter, wants to take it over. <laughs> we'll see. She's got a couple of years, uh, a couple of years to decide. Yeah, that's cute. <laughs> Do you have any advice for people that are currently dreaming up a business? Oh, yeah. Um I would say do it. Start now. Start anytime. It's never too late. You're never too old or young. Um, and save money. Support local and uh, try and save if you can. And um, work with small business um, resources like Mercy Corps. And um, there's a bunch of others in in our town, I worked with Mercy Corps and feel really lucky to have the exposure and just the support of all of the business um, 
business, well, there are mentors, but also there's like a matched grant program. So there's so many resources. And I would just say, start now and don't give up. Um, there's never a bad business idea. It's just a matter of how you approach it. But no idea is is bad or wrong. It's just a matter of how you go about it. Mm-hmm. But I'd say yes. <laughs> start. Yeah, I think... I think that's good advice and inspiration for people. Um, We also always like to ask what you need from the community. So what do you need from all of us right now? What do I need? Mm -hmm. Wow, no one's ever asked me that. (laughs) (laughs) Don't make it too extravagant. We don't want to let you down. (laughs) What do I need? Um, I need... I don't know. I could say a lot of things. I need for the next month for things to go by smoothly. I need Mm. people to come in and try our delicious smoothies, but don't come in too much because we're (laughs) kind of short staffed right now. (laughs) Um, The next month, um, next month, my partner Chan and I are getting married. Oh, I just need this next month to like, have my sanity um I don't need much just just for people to be um happy with their lives and have fun this summer and enjoy the beautiful spring in Portland um Mm -hmm. I try not to ask for uh too much um but that's pretty much it I it's a it's a very layered question. I could go all <laughs> off, but I'm just going to leave it with that. <laughs> I think that's good. I think yeah, just letting people know you want them to come in and enjoy your businesses, but not too don't come too much. Don't, come too much. <laughs> don't be needy when and you be and be happy while you're in there. <laughs> you must be happy. <laughs> I think that's good. I think that's a good request of of our our town. I think the people can pull that off. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good. Good. <laughs> All right, Sarah. One. Do you have any final questions for Margo? Oh, I'm not very talkative today. I think the only other thing I wanted to ask you about was um, growing up in Florida and how did that influence your choices with food now. Oh, that's a great question. Um, I'd love to answer. I have um, I have a lot of food allergies. So mm-hmm. I'll start off with I'm allergic to dairy and eggs and gluten. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, I, I pursued that growing up. I, I became a vegetarian super early. I grew up in a Jewish household. So my mom cooked a lot of briskets and gefilte fish souffles and halas. And she was very inspired by her mother, who was a great cook or chef. Um, so for me growing up, my bubby, also my grandmother on my dad's side, they were my grandparents were Holocaust survivors. Mm. So I have a lot of um like Czech, um Eastern European um and Hungarian family recipes that were passed down. 
Um, so for me, growing up, I ate a lot of that style food and I discovered allergies a little bit later in life, but knew I was always lactose intolerant. So mm. I started becoming vegetarian around 16, 17. My mom did not know what to cook for me. Mm. She was like mad. She was mad at me. <laughs> I decided to go vegetarian. Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know what to cook. You cook your own meals. And I was like, okay. So I started um, looking up recipes and that's kind of how I got involved in um, the food world. And I started baking and offering fondant cakes. And then I decided to go to culinary school um, at 19. So I knew pretty from a pretty young age that I was super interested in uh, cooking and baking. I really liked making calzones. And then I started cooking more for my family and Soon after my mom discovered how good I was at it, she gave up. She's like, I'm done. You cook for the family now. So from about 17 Mm -hmm. to 20, I started cooking meals like every night for my fam and they loved it. Got a great feedback, um, great feedback from the the friends and the family. And so I decided to start my own baking business um, under the cottage food law in Florida. Mm-hmm. And that was cool. I got really into um, my mom was a she's a labor and delivery nurse. So mm-hmm. I for a second there, I started my own business, I guess, name was called Mom's Noms. I was starting um, a lactation cookie business for moms that wanted to produce more milk. Oh, yeah. So when I saw that I could create my own business under cottage food law in Florida, I was like shocked to see like how easy it was. Um, So I started to do pop-ups and um, markets and then um, I sold like trail mix and cookies and all sorts of stuff. And then that's when I started to save up for my trip. I knew I wanted to leave Florida and come out to Oregon because there were a lot of healthier options with baking. Mm. So I hear when I came to visit, you could find a gluten-free vegan scone. You could find a refined sugar-free lemon ricotta muffin. You know, you Mm -hmm. could find these things. So that really um, inspired me to come out to come out to Oregon to create healthier uh, baked good options. So I started veganizing my grandmother's recipes, like the kugels. She made a great pineapple kugel and it was made with like eggs and sour cream. And so I started to make these for family events without the um, refined sugar, the eggs and the sour cream. And people, I just always got a great response from people. So it really encouraged me to keep going, uh, keep creating. And so when I came out here, I worked at Tula, uh, it's a, it was a gluten-free bakery, uh, super great people from Bend. Um, I really enjoyed my baking career uh, out here. And then I worked in the middle of the forest at Opal Creek for um, a season. Mm. That was just gorgeous out there. And we worked in all vegetarian kitchen. Mm. And I made cakes and food for about like 200 kids uh, it was all outdoor school. And so that's mm. when I decided or just kind of accepted that I could do this in bulk. I could make a lot of things for, um, I could make a large amount of one thing for for folks. Again, just another little note in my life to just keep going and keep creating. So 
I always was really inspired by the healthier aspect and just um, providing for people. I think that was like my encouragement to self. Um, So yeah, jump, I guess, leap forward about four years later. I made a goal that I wanted to work it back to Eden. And that was like my last job before I left and started my own business. My partner, Chan, and I, we met at Crema Coffee. I was the pastry chef in the back of the house. I was working three jobs, Crema, Back to Eden, and Missionary Chocolates. I was the chocolatier there. And Mm. I was just like, I don't know why I was working so much, but I was. I had a goal. Um to pay off my student loans and was dating Chan. And he's like, I'm going to get you out. And I'm like, okay, (laughs) I'll, I'll just, I'll trust you with that. And um, so, yeah, he was pulling espresso shots and I was like making all of the chocolates and pastries at the time. And we were both like really just exhausted from waking up so early Mm. um, to do those shifts. And um So he found a cart. He found a cart on uh, Craigslist and it was out in Sandy, Oregon. And we took a tow truck. We towed a food truck all the way from Sandy to Portland. Mm. And that was (laughs) what, that's what best friend became. Um, I think probably doing all of those different jobs though, and working at all of those places gave you a lot of the skills you needed to have your own business. You know, I think there's always a reason that people do those things within that way, even though you might not know it at the time, I'm sure that every one of those jobs helped you with a problem that came up as a business owner. Stepping stones, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. exactly yeah to be able to provide me with the skills and the patience Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. nice all right ladies well unfortunately it's the time where we have to wrap it up so i just want to thank you margo for being on the show today and um i also want to encourage our listeners to go and um check out margo's businesses so you can um Go to the cart on Division or the shop on Gladstone and you can get her treats there as well. So I hope everyone does that. And thanks for coming on the show today. Thank you so much. I appreciate your time and thank you. It was really lovely to be with you both. Thank you. Thank you, Marco. We record Masonian Marshall live every week. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes and Stitcher. Thank you to our audio engineer, Alon, and our production assistant, Chelsea. And if you want to be a guest on the show, you can send us a DM on our Instagram, Masonian Marshall. We will be back next week, everybody. Thanks for joining. Bye. Bye for now. You're listening to the Startup Radio Network. Listen, learn, launch. 10% of our gross revenue goes directly to women entrepreneurs in developing countries around the world through Kiva's microfinance program.